Welcome, welcome to the Anchor.com, the AnchorFM.com, the home of the podcast where you can be heard all around the world from your bedroom, living room, bathroom, any room your heart so desires. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This evening's episode is going to be on an artist that, oh, this cat, he was like, how would I describe it? Because he was battling James Brown, so there's no other way to get around it. They was definitely battling, and they was bringing it on stage. And I'm not talking about Jackie Wilson, I ain't talking about Sam Cooke, and I'm not talking about Solomon Burke or Otis Redden. But this cat had foot, had feets, had gut bucket soul. But he also had almost like a Rudy Ray Moore style of humor too. Cause I mean like some of them songs was funny. Like he was he was like part preacher, part comedian. Like he'd crack up but then he'd get serious on you. You know, you just didn't really know which bag he was coming out of, but um, when you hear some of his songs and then you hear um, where he ended up going with it, you're just like really just in awe of how he, you know, what some of the stuff that he did. And he had some strong cuts. I mean, he he had some songs that definitely, uh, you know, make you crack up and they, and they funky. They got some groove to them. They got the stank to them. And like I said, he got songs where he gets, he got you thinking. Know, talks about a lot of different things and so you know just the kind of balance and as an R&B artist that you would get so much subject matter from one artist and you can channel that into so much air avenue and area and it just really um you know just really leaves, leaves so much to imagination but anyway the artist that I am referring to is Joe Tex and he was truly something else and when I start talking about it uh, one of those cuts is Woman Woman Like That Yeah. Woman Like That Yeah is like what I call good bucket soul. It's 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 kind of like the kind of singing and the artistry that's somewhere between James Brown and Bobby Womack is like where you find Joe Tex. Um, you sit there and you listen to his stuff, and I mean, he'll have you cracking up. I mean, he'll have you, you know, he really has some groove, some fire on these cuts. Um just really has I just really the, 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 the soul of it is real you know and that's some real talk like you can see some cats in the neighborhood playing some bones some dominoes slapping tables listening to Joe Tex over slit small liquor or drinking some Kool-Aid you know just really that kind of with some barbecue you know some some and some corn cow with the you know the tape writer style I mean coleslaw you know just though text kind of goes with that kind of flow and he was that's one of them kind of songs that you be sitting there listening to like yeah that's the truth the next cut that i dug a whole lot is hold on what you got hold on what you got this is what i call soul preaching because he's telling them like if you got a woman that does this and she cooks and she does that you got i like how where he's going with it it's like he's part preacher part rapper uh, dropping the street game, and the music is happening. You know, that's one thing about it with him. It's, it's you know, you always got that steam cook soul blend. It's not letting up. And that's one of the things that's so strong about his music. He really had some strong soulful instincts, and the music doesn't doesn't uh, doesn't let you down. It's very hard-hitting, very edgy, and I dug the way it comes down. It's really tight, and I really... I really dug that cut. 
the next cut that I dug a whole lot from him was I Believe I'm Gonna Make It. This was like a message song. It's like he got a letter and he was really feeling where it was going. And like I said before, one of the things is that when you hear him really, you know, get to that point, you know, what I like about it is the burst of his soul, his energy. Just, you know, he just does really pour his heart into it. He really just, it just expounds and it's just really felt, you know. And you just sit there and if you're listening to it, you're like, that's the kind of music I long to hear. That's what I, you know, I want to hear this kind of um, drive, this force, this, this, this is the depth. And this is what makes him um, such a unique, uh, one, of the, one of the most unique soul artists ever because, you know, he just had that rawness to him. But then, you know, he would just, the way he put in the message, and you would just sit there and you just like, go, well, okay, this was a tight cut. This was, you know, and um, I really dug the way he was going with that. And, you know, again, that just is a testament to what he can do and, and how he was able to convey that message very strong. The next cut that I liked a whole lot was the Love You Save Me Be Your Own. This was, now let me explain, put this out there for you. This is not going to be confused with the Jackson 5 version at all. Because this was blues. This was adult. Now, even though Michael Jackson as a kid sounded like a 40 to 50-year-old blues man. 40 to 60-year-old because he had that depth. No, this was straight blues. This was in the pool halls. You drinking and you feeling it. And the way he sings it, you know, it's like, it's just... That's that rawness that he had. He really had a rawness to his singing. Uh, Good Bucket Soul was like down home style of soul. You know, there's one thing in the 70s when we used to say somebody was soulful and they had soul. But there's another one you had that gut bucket. Because that gut bucket, it's the blues. And it's really deep in you. And it's like you can feel it. And it just comes off to you. And you're like, yeah, that's that rawness. That's that muscatel ripple type of soul that's what this brother put on it he really put something on it and um you hear a song like this and you're like oh yeah that that's what i'm talking about you know that's that's one of them songs where you know you just uh you're gonna be, you're gonna be like getting the app the, the after effects of it i mean that's just how that was really a tight cut. That one was really bumping. And so that was tight. I really felt that cut. The next cut that I dug a whole lot from him. And you could tell he was a real true soul brother when he did this with skinny legs and all. Because I laughed. He was getting his clown on. And brother was like, look, you ain't going to be seen with no chick with no toothpick legs. And I'm telling you, you can tell the brother ain't been messing with Hollywood because there was a time, there was a time not that long ago, and it still is in some cases, the toothpick chicks is in, and some parts are not as much as it was, thank goodness. But anyway, I like this, because he always like put a little meat on their bones. He had me rolling, I laughed. I mean, Skinny Legs and Aldo was a bumping groove, though. I love the chorus of it. Um, I like the way it, you know, he, he definitely had a lot of fun with how he was coming across with his songs and stuff, and they had a lot of energy. And somewhere between James Brown and Rufus Thomas is where you'll find Joe Tex, really. Because, I mean, when you hear these songs, 
some of these songs he did, you're gonna be like, this cat was like, was he between, where was he at? Because he was somewhere between that and uh, Rudy Ray Moore or Richard Pryor. You know, he had a humor in him, but it wasn't, you know, one vulgar or nothing like that, but it had you laugh and it's the way he could put them songs down. Like, you know, and it was, it was happening. It definitely was happening. The next cut that I dug, gonna have you in stitches. Ain't gonna bump no more. <laughs> and the chorus ain't gonna bump with a, with a fat girl no more. Oh, I cracked up. But the horns was sick. I mean, the groove was sick. That was one bumping track. If you ever see the performance on Soul Train, you know what I mean? And it was hilarious, but the song was stacked. I mean, the song was really stacked. It was bumping. And, um, when he hit a groove, he really hit a groove. I mean, he, he knocked the mother out. It was, it was a stone cold truth. And, um, I really dug this cut a whole lot. Really dug it a lot. It's one, and, and he has so much energy in his music. I love the horn arrangements, the groove. Definitely tight. Funny as all get out, and it was definitely gonna be packing the dance floor in the late seventies, but it was it was bumping. But my song by Joe Tex is "I Got You." This thing has been sampled and looped, and his vocals on it. I mean, it is the funkiest thing this side of James Brown that James didn't do at the time, and you could tell they had a real rivalry. But I'm gonna tell you, Joe Joe had some cuts, and this one here was was a scorcher. Joe Tex brought the goods on this one. And I Got You is one of them songs that it won't let up. And it's got, it's got so much groove and so much of, of warmth of, 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 of jam to it and his vocals. You can't let up on this one. You can't let up on it. It's definitely one of them songs that you, you know. And he's just a versatile soul brother. Like between blues, gospel, R&B, funk. He can, he was like one of the one of those cats that could do what you call an everyday every man R and B artist when you think about it, because he covered it in styles and he didn't miss much. You know, he he gave you different emotions and feelings. So you guess all you can ask for in an artist. Wash your hands, keep your mind clear, watch out for another, and please feel free to share with me your favorite Joe Tech song, live performance of videos or albums. And just because a song or an album is older does not mean you can't find something new in it, because I'm going to tell you something, a lot of people then sample off of Joe Tex, and he definitely brought the goods. Keep it funky, keep it on the one, be safe out there, be careful out there. Um, if you get a chance, listen to some Joe Tex. He'll give you, he's like a roller coaster ride of R&B. Real interesting artist. All right, till next time, peace and the best. I'll catch you.